0: Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you're searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. My newest and fifth series, Joyful and Battle Ready, is based on my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, Find the Joy and Fight the Fear, and it has an imprimatur. Today, I'm inviting you to join a cup of joy women's group. Then meet over coffee each week to go through the study questions. For more information, go to WrapYourselfInJoy.com and look for couple of Joy Women. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Hello, welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and you are listening to my fifth season podcast series, Joyful and Battle Ready. It follows the second part of my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy. Each week, we will cover how to welcome more joy and put on the armor of God. So the third podcast in this new series is called Heaven Rejoices and We Put on Righteousness. Last week, we defined true and lasting joy. And with that in mind, we prayed with the More Joy Prayer Guide. I hope you thought about it all week because we are made to pursue joy, to invite joy, and to pray for more joy. This week, we start with heaven's joy. What do you think gives God joy? When you hear people say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Did you know they're quoting Nehemiah 8.10 from the Old Testament? It is the joy of the Lord that gives us strength. The truth is, we serve a very joy-filled God. In fact, all of heaven is joyful and wants to share it with us. Sometimes we may believe lies about God, about heaven, and about joy. We might think God is a grump, and if we follow Him, we are destined for a life lacking any fun. (laughs) That is not true. So what brings God joy? Psalm 147, 10-11 says God finds joy in you. God's delight is not in the strength of the horse— nor his pleasure in the speed of a runner. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him or honor him, and those who hope in his steadfast love. I hope that's you. It is. Psalm 65, 12 through 13 says, God made creation to sing for joy. The pastures are filled with flocks. The hillsides are full of joy. The fields are covered with sheep. The valleys are full of wheat everything shouts and sings for joy that's the good news translation finally zephaniah 3:17 says the lord sings over you the lord your god is in your midst a warrior who gives victory he will rejoice over you with gladness he will renew you in his love and he will exult over you with loud singing as on a day A festival. So you see, God loves to sing over you, and we serve a joyful God who rejoices in his creation. He delights in his people. In Zephaniah three, we just read that God loves to sing over each of us. This example shows God singing with loud rejoicing as men often did in old Testament times at joyous. Harvest celebrations. Have you ever asked the Lord what he's singing over you? In his retreats, Father John Horn S.J. often invites his retreatants to do just that. He suggests we ask Jesus in a holy moment, such as during adoration or after mass or other prayer time, Lord, what are you singing over me? So ask God what he is singing. You might be surprised at the beautiful song that pops into your head. When it does, thank God, He is singing joyously over you. I did just that. After a retreat with Father John Horn, I asked the Lord what He sings over me. Father John says, a song will pop into your head, which is exactly what happened. The words of the song, Shine Jesus Shine, popped into my head. I heard, Shine, Jesus, shine, fill the land with the Father's glory. Blaze, Spirit, blaze, set our hearts on fire. Flow, river, flow, flood the nations with grace and mercy. Send forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. It greatly encouraged me and filled me with joy because I knew the Lord was asking me to let his life shine more brightly through me. One of the most profound examples of God celebrating is the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. We hear Jesus explain our Heavenly Father is a God who celebrates. After the prodigal son squandered his father's inheritance given him and was living among the swine, he turned back in humility, wanting only to be a slave for his father. But Jesus said, while the son was far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, quickly, bring on a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and and sandals on his feet, and get the fatted calf, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. God loves to celebrate, and he loves to celebrate you. In fact, all of heaven likes to rejoice, and they rejoice especially when a person comes home to God. In Luke 15, 8 through 10, Jesus says, Wouldn't you just love to celebrate with the angels? We will someday. It will be glorious to rejoice with the angels and experience heaven's joyful festivities over sinners who repent and come home to God. It's true joy. If you are away from God, stop and return to Him now. You can repent. That means realize you have broken God's commands and change direction now by surrendering your life to Jesus, asking Him to forgive your sins. Keep giving your days to Jesus every day and He will lead you. The Holy Spirit will guide you when you ask for His help. It will be different this time. Last week, we also focused on the armor of God from Ephesians 6. The first piece of the armor mentioned is called the belt of truth. We put on Jesus Christ our truth relying on His Word to stand strong and stand firm and protect ourselves from lies and keep the joy. Next, we put on the breastplate of righteousness to protect our hearts. So, what is righteousness and why would it be associated with a breastplate? A breastplate was an important garment in military battle because it covered the heart and the vital organs like a bulletproof vest good today a roman military breastplate was a bronze shield worn over the torso from neck to the navel protecting the heart and lungs and liver from injury and death the breastplate of righteousness then especially protects our hearts in spiritual language the heart refers to our inner orientation the core of our being including our thoughts, feelings, and desires. Jesus was concerned about the heart. In Matthew 15, 19, he said, from the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. The devil wants our hearts too. He will entice you to think wrong thoughts about God and try to poison your relationship with Him and others. He will attack your desires and lead you to lust for things God doesn't want for you, which can even lead to idolatry. So Proverbs 4.23 says it well, Guard your heart more than anything else, because the source of your life flows from it. So how do we put on the breastplate of righteousness? Jeremiah 33.16 says, The Lord is our righteousness. Romans one seventeen says, For the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith, as it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith. So we cannot put on righteousness by ourselves. We turn to Jesus, who is our righteousness. You know, the Catholic Dictionary of the Bible defines righteousness as as a communion in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, through which we begin a new life in the Spirit, a life in which we live in Christ and Christ lives in us. So, righteousness could be summarized as right relationship, right living. Right relationship, daily we come to Jesus Christ, the righteousness of God, who transforms us into his image so we no longer live for ourselves but for him. 2 Corinthians 5.15 says, He died for all so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. Right living, this means we choose to live and make moral choices that protect us against temptation. We pursue righteousness in Jesus and we desire holiness. He will lead us and forgive us if we fail. We simply need to go to him for forgiveness. In 1 Timothy 6.11, we read, shun all this worldliness, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith and take hold of eternal life. We can look to Jesus Christ. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says this, justification has been merited for us by the passion of Christ. It was granted us through baptism. It conforms us to the righteousness of God who justifies us. It's the most excellent work of God's mercy. Finally, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says this, For our sake God made Jesus to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. And in Romans 5.17, we read, For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned throughout that one man—that's Adam—much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Well, it's time to reflect as we conclude our journey by putting on the breastplate of righteousness. You know, the evil one will come after your heart and lead you to put on the breastplate of pride, of dishonesty, of manipulation, of hatred, of unforgiveness, of bitterness, of falsehood, and much more. So turn to Jesus. He is your breastplate of righteousness. Remember, the devil will whisper lies to attack your thoughts, feelings, and desires, especially saying you are unworthy. So don't be surprised when he whispers, you cannot expect God to keep loving you and helping you. You are too unworthy, too unrighteous for his love. Or he might say, you should be discouraged and fearful because you have no good purpose for God or others. You don't deserve his help. He can't help you. Or he could say, you can never be holy. It's way too difficult to follow God and be righteous. Those are lies, and you must defend your spiritual heart. So when faced with spiritual warfare, put on the breastplate of righteousness in the mighty power of Jesus Christ. You can speak these truths, we call them breastplate declarations, inserting your name in the verses. Number one, in Jesus, I am the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians 5:21 says, "For our sake, He made Jesus Christ to be sin who does not know sin so that we, say your name might become the righteousness of God. Number two, I live in Jesus Christ. I am forgiven. I am free. I refuse to be discouraged, downcast, or fearful. See yourself placing all your disheartened feelings and negative thoughts, unholy desires into the heart of Jesus and declare Galatians 2.20, in the name of Jesus, it is no longer I say your name, who lives, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life that I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. And last of all, I will follow the ways of the Lord because they will bring joy and not hardship. Say Psalm 19, 9 and 14. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Let the words of my, put your name in their mouth, and the meditation of my, put your name in their heart, be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock, And my Redeemer. See yourself turning to Jesus. You give it all to Him and He cleanses you. You receive His healing and His righteousness. Well, that's it. We've come to the end of our podcast for today. I want you to know I'm so happy that you have joined the Joyful and Battle Ready series. You can find all my podcasts and bookmarks on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Until next week, I pray you grow in joy and confidently put on the breastplate of righteousness to cover your heart as we study joy and the armor of God together. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you, too. You can download the show notes from today at com. Until next week, this is your friend Karen Dwyer reminding you to wrap yourself in joy.